Welcome to the podcast. Before we get started on today's podcast, let me tell you how to get in touch with us. You can follow us on Instagram at firstcomeslovetcm. You can call the voicemail at 347-TRUE-LOVE. That's 347-878-5683. Or you can email us at let's talk at firstcomeslovethencomesmarriage.com. Hey y'all, welcome to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. And on this 11th episode, we're talking about pregnancy. So listen up. Let's go. Welcome to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. And for those of you who do not follow our Instagram but are strictly listening to us, we are pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Fireworks and grenades and all of it. Yeah, the whole shebang of it. It's very exciting and... um, I actually don't know when this episode is going to air because we're doing a couple sooner than later because we're due any day now. It's mm. very exciting. And so what we do is we actually name my bump and this bump's name is Jubilee. Yes. So Aaron names the bumps and the children. I name all the bumps? You do. Wow. Our, fir- our first bump's name was Leather. Just so happened because we give our traditional anniversary gifts. And it was year four. And year four anniversary gift is Leather. So it was Leather. It was our Leather baby. It was the gift that he gave me. Um, the second baby bump's name was Stage. Yep. Because... We knew that he was going to always be observed. We were being watched every week, if not more than that. And yeah. so he was on stage, and we called Baby Bump Stage. And this Baby Bump's name is Jubilee because he has given us so much joy. Yeah, he's a he's a full celebration. He's We are celebrating, and I remember asking God, you know, I, I, I want to have another pregnancy, Lord. Let me have another pregnancy that is happy, that is joyful, because the pregnancy I had with stage was full of anxiety and worry and, and you know, stress. But th- I said, Lord, bless me, bless my womb. Let me be pregnant again with happiness and joy. And he did. And so this is Jubilee. And here we are sharing it with the world. So first topic I guess I want to talk about is we've talked about this before with each other, baby. The difference between something that is private and something that is a secret, because we have had comments come in after we've announced it on Instagram, like, oh, I knew you were pregnant or we knew. And why didn't you say anything? And I I talked to you, I actually talked to someone yesterday who said, I just talked to you two months ago. Why you didn't say anything? Why you didn't tell me? And almost getting upset about it. So how do you handle a situation where someone deemed they should know Mm -hmm. about something in your life? Especially, you know, pregnancy is huge, you all. Like, it's huge for our family in particular. But 
we also talk to a lot of people, including our podcast family. And we didn't share it with you. We are nine months in and here we are. But um, how do you deal with that, baby? Like, how do you handle it? So I'm different from most people because of me not caring what other people think, Mm. especially when it comes to our relationship. My motto has always been, you know, it's you and me and to hell with everybody else. So that's one of the ways I deal with it is just like, yo, you know, do you, I'm going to do me and my wife and what's best for us. Uh, But, you know, there are some people who are close and they do feel offended and stuff like that. But I have to focus on, I focus on the main goal Mm -hmm. and whatever that main goal is, I can fall back and have a very clear focus point on what my decision was. So if I'm shaky about my decision or what I did, because the reasoning was shaky, then that way I can I can feel a certain way when somebody comes at me. But I, if I'm secure in my decision because of the reason for that decision, then I, I won't have any problems knowing that somebody might disagree with that decision. But I know ultimately everybody wants the same thing or everybody should want the same thing. Right. So when it comes to privacy, faces, secrecy, uh, to me a secret is something that is somebody's not supposed to know for certain reasons. Maybe it's a secret because it's going to be a surprise later. Maybe it's a secret because, uh, I don't know, you're you're not supposed to know, right? Mm -hmm. But privacy, to me, has some sort of protection over it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Where I'm like, okay, I'm protecting myself from what, what could happen. And so... Being private, and somebody might have noticed, I, I, I remember uh, Gary, our, my brother-in-law, he was like, oh yeah, if you watch the, if you watch the Instagrams, you could see that Lindsay's weight got, got bigger. And so I was like, that's rude. But, uh, <laughs> but he was like investigating it. But they had class enough, pe- people had class enough to not, to give us our privacy. Right. right, and not be like, "Oh, are you pregnant?" Because that is a that is a private thing. Uh, sometimes we we give out information, but the information that we give out is not for people to pry more. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of interesting because people call it pry and it's privacy, but right. uh, we are. I'm talking we. I'm talking French right now. But <laughs> I. It's a wee wee. <laughs> I like to. I like to make a decision and have that reason behind that decision be solid. If like Jubilee was never a secret, it was just private. It was, we have to make sure that, you know, everything's going right in the right direction. We have to make sure that our mindset Mm -hmm. was that of one we could share. I mean, us sharing this on a podcast for people who don't know is for me, a huge thing. It's it's a it's amazing. I, I would I would never think that we would one share on Instagram that we were pregnant ever again, or have a a podcast that goes overseas and people listen overseas in Africa to hear us and say that we're pregnant and we're we're expecting a bouncing baby boy. So 
there is a, a sense of protection when it comes to privacy that I have and secrets to me. It's just like, I just don't want people to know. Mm-hmm. And there's no, there's no reason to me, a secret can come out a private, a private moment can stay private. Secrets eventually come out. Privacy stays private until you want it to. Mm-hmm. You, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. When it comes to that. For sure. So that's how I, I do and I mean, you're, you're, you're mama bear. So <laughs> how do you deal with, uh, certain things that goes on, especially with you being the person, you're the main focus of this whole thing. Right. You know, I'm just and keeping I'm, it private. Yeah, I'm just in the corner. You're the fighter. So <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. And even after we announced it on Instagram and people were like, I'm about to go back and look, how does she keep this a secret? And I always say, you know, Jubilee was never a secret. He was private. It's our private matter. And the thing about Instagram and actually just everything that's in the world right now is it's so much of a share, almost an overshare, that you expect people to hand over all of their private information. Like people give you their finances, which is a private family matter. People give you, you know, things that are happening in the relationship. And so with us, we knew, we knew because of who we are and our mental health and and all of the factors that came along with it, that we were not going to share the news of Jubilee until we were ready. So Mm -hmm. that's number one. And it, God put it on my heart to share at the time that I did share, which is so crazy because with stage, we did not share stage or action until about, I want to say a full month after he was born. Like it was so private. It was like, it was, it was not shared whatsoever. And we turned up with a baby and like your siblings did not know that you were pregnant until three days yeah yeah three days before uh you went into labor yeah so and that was that was a big that was a big thing and it wasn't it wasn't to keep it a secret it was for my mental health all of my siblings had already had kids and so and one of my siblings was pregnant at the same time as me so again we're talking about to me the privacy comes with how stable i am mental health ready to share that information and, and who am I sharing it with? And I think when I say the difference between privacy and secrecy, I'm also saying because even in New York, when we were there with Stage, if you saw me and, and you asked me if I was pregnant, I would say yes. Um, and so it, 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 it's not a secret because I'm going out. I'm yeah, willingly, you're not hiding. I'm not hiding it. I'm just not... Sh- I'm not sharing it openly. And so that's the difference. And so it's the same thing here. We would go out and I would start to show and we still didn't tell people. (laughs) But if you were to ask me, I would say yes. And then eventually we would, we would, we had to say something because it would, it got to a point where it was like, we're pregnant and we're going to share this information with you. But again, I'm not hiding it. I'm just, we're keeping it private because it's, it's close. It's close to our hearts. And Anybody who knows us understands that. And I think that they are okay with that. And even for future pregnancies, I, I don't 
I don't foresee it changing. <laughs> I don't think that we'll ever be the type of people that will get a pregnancy test and say we're pregnant, you know. Take a picture, and take, right. gender reveal, baby right. shower. All of no. those things. This is something really exclusive to just us and our marriage. And I like that about us. And so when asked, how do I deal with people being offended or hurt, you know, I think that you can't control how people feel. And so it's almost like, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way. Because of course people are like, I thought we were closer or what have you. But you know what's so interesting? One of my bridesmaids, my closest bridesmaids, just found out that I was pregnant. And she was so happy. She curses a lot. <laughs> so she started, she said, what? You know, she's so happy. And she cried and she was just so happy for me. And not once did she say, why didn't you tell me? Mm-hmm. And and that just, it, it tears me up right now because the people who are for you are for you. You know, it's yeah. unexplained. It's just like they can they can go past their own feelings to realize the like you said the overall goal the yeah. overall goal is that i want you to be happy so if if you needed the privacy that you needed then that's that and i want you to have a healthy baby so if you need to do whatever you need to do to do that then that's what it is and so i think about that when i when i understand the difference and so if it were to come my way say someone didn't tell me something until the last minute that i thought that they could have shared earlier I hope, I want to say I know, but I hope that I have that same understanding. Yes. The understanding for me is, uh, it happens a lot where I have to say to myself, it's not about you. It ain't about you. Yeah. I have to say (laughs) that to myself. It's like, it's not about you. And uh, I, I learn, I learn a lot. Sometimes I actually learn it in art relationship mm-hmm. it's like we're doing something and i get into my feelings i guess it's like get into your feelings but i'm like it's not about me and i have to turn over uh whatever that emotion is and uh like we said in previous podcasts i have to find a way to dump it right it's not just because i can't deny that feeling of mm-hmm. whatever that feeling is, if it's anger or something like emotions are emotions, and I'm I'm all for recognizing what emotion I have. So if I'm sad, I'm recognizing that I'm sad. If I'm angry, I'm recognizing I'm angry. I was actually angry yesterday. Uh, somebody broke into our car, mm. and they took like all our, our our registration and our insurance information, but they just took like everything out the glove compartment, and I was angry. And I had to, I had to recognize that emotion and I didn't act on that emotion, but I had to, uh, like release it. Yeah. So like, and that's how I feel when it, when I do feel offended or something like that. Mm -hmm. Some people, some people do have malicious intent and when they have malicious intent, I recognize it and I call it out. Uh, sometimes when you're talking to me crazy, I'm like, yo, are you talking to me because like you're trying to hurt me or stuff like that? But if they don't have a malicious intent and I'm offended, I'll recognize that I am offended. What they did was wrong towards me, but I have to think outside of myself most of the time and say, okay, what was like if 
if if they're offended and it was towards me, that's one thing. But if I'm offended and it was something that they did, like me, us not telling somebody is not about anybody else. It's about us. Right. It's not like, oh, we're secretly not telling you. Right. right. Nobody tell. So-and-so. Yes. That's a secret. That, right. Exactly. <laughs> no. We're just not telling people. But if you see us on the street, you see Lindsay in the street, you know, you'll be like, oh, uh, like uh, our friend Teezy. We were out and he, he pulled me to the side. I was like, hey, uh, is, is, is Lindsay pregnant? Yep. And your belly was full out. And he, he was kind of <laughs> awkward about like asking, but he asked anyway. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, and even then when people say it, we we don't say, yeah, but don't tell nobody. Yeah. We don't say that, you know, but recognize that obviously if we didn't say anything to you, it's a private matter. And yeah. so you don't need to go around telling people. Hear ye, hear ye. Right. It's a private matter. And so it's just a maturity level that comes along with understanding those type of situations. But either way, I'm happy. I'm good with the decision. Yeah, I'm super happy about it. <laughs> Welcome to the Am I Wrong segment of First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. And this is the part of the show where I give you a situation and you tell me if I'm wrong or if Lindsay is wrong. So this is a special Am I Wrong because we announced to our podcast family that Lindsay is pregnant. And for the last uh, couple of months as we've been doing the show, she has been pregnant this whole time. So... Am I wrong for doing am I wrongs when Lizzie is pregnant? Because <laughs> when you're pregnant, you're never wrong. So that's true. anything is like she has a clean slate. But for the sake of a podcast, I had to do am I wrongs. And it's almost like mentioning things that right now are not relevant. Uh, well, don't take pri- they don't take priority over the main thing. So. I feel like I was doing it for the sake of the pod, but also, you know, can Lindsay be wrong during pregnancy? Mm, I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, you know what? I, 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 yeah, I'm going to say no. And in fact, if anybody wants to change their vote, I will allow you to come on, <laughs> go ahead and re-listen to the episodes. The Am I Wrongs are always about... 15 minutes in so if you just want to fast forward listen to that episode again and say you know what she's not wrong Aaron is wrong specifically the car driving one okay okay I'm not gonna get into all of them but listen to them y'all and really understand how how sway like even my bonnet like I'm pregnant I can't be wrong Uh, okay Okay. so you could call the voicemail (laughs) and congratulate us at uh, 347 True Love. That's 347-878-5683. You can DM us, First Comes Love, TCM on Instagram. Or you can email us at let's talk at first comes love, then comes marriage.com. Can we sing that song? Celebrate good. Celebrate good times. Come on. I don't know. I don't know how long we could do before they take it out. For like copywriting or something? They do that on podcasts? I don't know. I don't think so. I think podcasts, you can actually play any song. I don't think so. I I mean, what about all the music podcasts? That's that's like copywriting firms. They got like connections with that. But anyways, welcome back. 
Welcome back. <laughs> We're still celebrating the news of our pregnancy. And this is not um, an advice podcast, but we do want to share some tips, say for new moms and new dads out there, just because I think sharing is caring. So here we are. We're going to do some sharing. Baby. Yes. If you could share, give us a couple. Two things. Okay. For a new dad. Because you've lived it, experienced it, and you're about to come into that again. Do okay. you remember, like, especially in those first, ooh, those first four months, y'all? Yeah. <laughs> what would you share to new dads? Like, how would how would, what would you tell them? Okay, I will. Uh, I'm I'm afraid to like this because I don't like like giving advice that much. Share. But I will say things that I'm going to do for this son that I did for action. Mm-hmm. Uh. Because I liked it so much, and I, I would think that other people would do. Uh, one thing that I did when I had free time, or I was going out, and I would take action with me. Like he was my road dog. He was he was with me most of the time if I wasn't at work. The first four months was really me being at work and you being at home type of thing. So I didn't have that much time. I had time with him, but mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but after that. Once you went back to work, you know, Action and I were like a a buddy-buddy movie. It was like always together. It was just me, Action, and Christmas all the time. Yeah. Um, So that's one of the things. Spend as much time. I want to spend as much time as I can in this early stage uh, because I'm instilling things that I want him to know and do and also... Uh, that will bring to my second thing and still instill everything that you want. Like I, I told action so much stuff when he was a baby. Like mm. it was almost like I was giving, like he understood it. Like I would talk to him about the apartment. I would talk to him about finances. He was almost like my, my listening board. I would talk to him about our relationship, how much I love you. And, and I talked, I mean, when I'm telling you, I don't talk a lot because I listen a lot. So, like, I don't talk a lot to Lindsay because I'm always listening to Lindsay. <laughs> and sometimes she'll ask me for, like, she'll ask me how my day is going. I'll just give her the highlights. Yes. But I used to talk to action, like, mm-hmm. all the time um, about everything. Some things I, I deemed, like, you know, inappropriate for a baby to know. Uh, but I was talking to him as though he understood. Yeah. Um, another thing I would do, um, uh, that I'm, I'm probably going to do for Jubilee that I, I did for action that I feel like fathers would do. So first was spend as much time. Second was, uh, talk to them, let them know the things that you want them to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, and you could just keep reiterating. Like I told you this since you were a baby. And the third thing, uh, I I express my love. I just I just always want them to know how much I love them. If that's hugs, if that's kisses, and I know how to express love. My my father was a very loving person. Mm-hmm. I learned how to love uh from him and I want my sons to learn how to love from me. And so I I I'm willing to take a, give the bath. I'm willing to change the diaper. I'm willing to do all the things 
uh, I'm willing to play and celebrate. I celebrated action for everything he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, <laughs> he, he still like, he goes, yay for action. But <laughs> like I made up songs yeah. to celebrate him. Like any little accomplishment is an accomplishment because I realized that this is his first time being a human. First and only time. I've been doing it for 33 years. He's been doing it for like six months. months. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't know what he's doing, basically. Mm-hmm. So I'm teaching him how to be a human being. And so when he flips over from his uh, stomach to his back, that's a big celebration. When he starts crawling for the first time, big celebration. And I celebrate him when he's eating food, doing doing yeah. anything. I was just very celebratory towards him and giving him that uh, confidence mm-hmm. that, I mean, he's 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 still a boy. He's still got an ego. So <laughs> it's true. I didn't uh, think about that. I'm that's those are three things. I celebrate my sons all the time. I show love, show love and celebrate. I talk to them, wanting instilling all the things that I want them to know, mm-hmm. and. I'm spending as much time as possible. I mean, there is times where I do need my me time, but one of the best things was the bottle. So Lindsay, Lindsay was pumping. She, we were breastfeeding action, but also we got him used to a bottle early. So I could spend time with him because if I'm able to feed him, that gives me at least a four hours, like a four hour window mm-hmm. to be with him where you could relax and, and do whatever, but that it could just be me and him. So the bottle and spending time with him early, bottle early, it was like, when when did we put the bottle in? We put the bottle before seven weeks because I went yeah, back it was to like work. Three, it was like three weeks. Yeah, we made sure he was good. It was just one bottle, and but it was still her breast milk, but still, uh, it, it helped. It helped me spend more time with him because he wasn't always attached to you mm-hmm. so those are the things i would do uh, what are things that oh what are tips that you would give right um mother bear first of all all those were good and they just brought back to my memory wonderful times that i saw you with our son and honestly right father of the year all the time right here i remember my, one of my first memories and we were just talking about this i was in the kitchen We just got home from the hospital, and I don't know what I was doing. I was standing in the kitchen lost, and you had action. And action was six pounds, y'all. He was small. He was a tiny baby. And you had action, and you were going around the apartment just introducing him to his new home. You were like, this is your new home, man. You know, over here you have. And it was just so genuinely sweet. I cannot reiterate how important it is to build that bond and that connection. And like you said, they they may not understand it, but it's crazy because I think Action did understand. You talk to him so much about everything, that spending time, that quality time, that talk, that love, all of that is important. And so those yeah. are all- And now Action's talking back. When I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you, the, the Action, to meet Action is to know that you are in the presence of somebody that is 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 joy, joy. Is, yeah it's joy, joy. Yeah. just pure joy and love and he is full of love and encouragement he literally is like yay mommy you did that and i i can't even capture all the moments that i i'm so happy to be with him but so all that from you yes i'm trying to think what what tips and advice share would i share um 
about being a new mom. <sighs> wow. Well, you can switch it like this. What's something that you did with action that you're going to do with this baby? Right. Man, it's we're in different times. For one, we're here in, yeah. in L.A. And so it is different. Um, I don't have to go back to work right away. But you know what I will say that I, I loved that I did with action is I <laughs> this might be overkill, but I'm going to do it again, is I took pictures of action. <laughs> I took a lot of pictures of action and I am a memory scrapbook person. And so I am going to do that same thing with Jubilee. I know that sometimes people are like, oh, this is what you do with your first baby. And by the time you have your second baby, you know, you just throw them in the bath or you do whatever. And But I, I hold on to that because it's gone. And people always say, you know, it goes fast. And the four, first four months did not go fast. It doesn't go, it's, what do they say? They say the days are long, but the years are short. And so literally it, it seems like you're in this time for a long time, but then when it's gone, it's gone. And you're not gonna have that eight pound little baby, you know, you're not gonna have that little baby anymore. So I did, I took a lot of pictures of action and I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I'm gonna, and I'm going to, say that I liked that I released action to his father. And so if you have someone that you can lean on to share that time with, I'm so happy that I did it. And I know that we're still in COVID times, right? We're still in times where you should be careful who's around baby. And I'm going to be careful. At the same time, I I know and I've seen babies that are, are attached, very, very attached to one person. And that is hard. And I never wanted that. I wanted action yeah, to be a social baby. I wanted him to, I wanted to be able to release him without breaking my heart because he's crying. And I, because I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to take it. So I, I think that that's another factor that I'm going to instill again. I would love to be around him 24 seven, especially when they're little and they're cuddly and they're cute, but I'm going to release him to you. I don't have to get back to work, but I'm going to, and I don't have to breast pump. And breastfeeding was a joy. Breast pumping was not. So to be honest with y'all, I did not enjoy pumping, but I'm going to release that milk so that Aaron can feed him so that someone else has that opportunity to bond. And, and you know, it's us, it's his parents. So it, that, that makes me happy. Um, so I think... Those are the two things that I have. But also, okay, aside from Jubilee, I want to allow other people to help me. I think that I'm such an independent person that I'm like, you know, I got this. Mm -hmm. I can get up. I'm going to make my own breakfast. I'm going to work out while he sleep. I'm going to do the laundry. I'm going to do this and do that. But one of my friends just told me about this thing that maybe she made up, maybe she didn't, called the Sacred 45. And it's pretty much this like African um, old school thing where for the first 45 days after birth. labor, after birth, you, the woman doesn't touch the floor for 45 days, something like that. Like she is, she is tended to in this fashion to allow for her body to recover from this traumatic event. And I, I thought about that and I was like, wow, that's, that's amazing that she's able to trust people in that fashion and to, be, to allow herself to be dependent and to have that time of healing. 
And I didn't take the time to do that. And so that might be one thing that I would change. I would allow people to make me food. I'm, I'm, I woke up, I remember, I woke up every morning, made myself breakfast and did the things that I know that I could do because I'm a strong, independent woman. But I, I want to allow people to say, you know what, can I bring you some food? Can I do the dishes? Can I take care of this for you? Can I do this and say yes without feeling bad about it? A part of me always feels like I'm putting people out of their way, you know, and I'm not. No, they friends, help. Exactly. Friends and family want to do that for you. So that that's another piece of sharing tip that I would change differently. Just thinking about going into this new journey for a second time. There's always there's always something new and different about it. And those are things that I would keep and change. So for anybody who's thinking about having kids or uh, adopting or being new uncles or aunties, uh, good luck. We, yeah. are, we are praying for you. And uh, we are celebrating over here <laughs> at uh, the podcast, First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. We are so excited and uh, we'll keep you updated uh, with the baby, but we also will be as private as we want to be. So <laughs> we'll let you know what we know when we know what we, we know. What we know, what we know. <laughs> Thank y'all for joining us and talking about pregnancy and celebrating with us. I actually, I feel the joy in this episode by itself. And so this was such a huge release for us to be able to share with you. Yeah. Okay, so please... Hit us up, connect with us on Instagram, First Comes Love TCM. You can always call the voicemail. And in fact, if you want to be on the show, you can call the voicemail at 347 True Love. That's T R U L O V E. That is 347 878 5683. You can also email us, let's talk at First Comes Love, then Comes Marriage.com. See you next, next Friday. Friday. Thanks for listening.